Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. I'm Aaron Stump, and we are in Chapter 6 of the podcast talking about lambda encodings, which are functional representations of data. And today, I'd like to talk about the church encoding, and I started introducing this last time. It's the very first lambda encoding invented by Alonzo Church himself, the creator of the lambda calculus. And this is quite some time ago. We're talking about the 1930s or 1940s. Uh, and what I want to say about the church encoding, so we talked about in the last episode, how the idea with the church encoding, you know, so each, each lambda encoding is going to try to represent data by, as with a functional interface. So it's going to say, you know, think about it, put on your like funky philosophical hat and say, you know, what is the number two really? <laughs> a lambda encoding is going to give you some answer to that by saying, well, it's just this way of writing program of, of, you know, it's just a, it's something that you can interact with according to this functional interface. So it's something that would let you write programs using sort of a certain pattern of uh, interaction with the data. And the church encoding, so that's, you know, in general, a, a lambda encoding is going to, to, to turn data into some implementation of a particular functional interface. And what functional interface is it going to be? Different Lambda encodings give different answers to that question. The church encoding, which is what we're starting our discussion of lambda encodings with, says that the interface to the data is the fold write function for that data type. So, which we can recall from functional programming, what the fold write function is. And I talked about this last time. So, uh, <clears throat> now today I want to talk a little bit about um, the typed version. Uh, and how we actually implement these uh, church encodings for various data types. And I think talking about the typed versions will help us understand how we implement these things. So let's start off with the, um, not the world's simplest data type, but close to the world, one of the simpler data types, which is the type of Booleans, true or false. What kind of functional interface is a church encoding going to give us for true or false? Well, really, I think for these kind of non-recursive data types, you know, so it's just like an enum type, right? There's just some choices. It's either true or false, and that's it. There's no, unlike a natural number, where in one of the cases, you know, a one way to build a natural number is from another natural number. So we get this sort of um, inductive construction of natural numbers. But with Booleans, it's sort of a degenerate case of an inductive construction. We don't have... Um, there is no recursive character here. And so uh, the Booleans are just true and false. And so the functional interface is basically if then else. <laughs> if the you know, we want a way to, to check, is the Boolean true? If so, do one thing. Is the Boolean false? If so, do something else. You say, why, why phrase it in terms of like kind of do this or do that? Why not just say, I just want to check, is the Boolean true or false? Yeah, sure, that sounds cool, but how would you... <laughs> How would you how would you have the boolean report to you? Yes, I'm true or yes, I'm false. You could say, well, it could just return a boolean. No, wait, wait, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Say, I'm I'm going to ask the boolean, are you true? Are you the value true? And it's going to say, how's it going to reply to that question? It could say, yeah, I'm true, but how does it do that? It can't just give you a boolean back to say, yeah, yeah, the answer is this boolean because we're trying to figure out what the interface to the booleans is. 
I mean, I suppose it could somehow recursively give you back a Boolean, but then you'd never be able to do anything useful that way, right? You say, are you true? It says, here's the Boolean that's the answer. You ask it, are, are you true? And it says, here's the Boolean that's the answer. I mean, that would be useless, right? Um, kind of cute, but useless. So, no, what the Boolean does is it implements if-then-else. So, you can basically ask the Boolean, you could say, um, if you're, hey there, Mr. Boolean, if you're true, I want you to return option A to me. And if you're false, I want you to return option B to me. So you're going to, the functional interface is to call, you know, you give the Boolean two values and the Boolean's going to pick with the one or the other, depending on whether it is true or false. And with that um, understanding of how the Boolean, the functional interface to the Boolean is going to work, then we can think about what the type, you know, we're going to, we're looking at statically typed lambda encodings um, because, well, for a bunch of reasons, but we are working on type theory after all, so this is the Iowa type theory commute. Um, and so, although for this chapter, I probably feel like the Iowa lambda encodings commute, but uh, but still, it's typed lambda encodings, though I'm, I'm interested in and we're talking about. And so, uh, so the type is just think a little bit about what what kind of type would I want to give to something where I give it two choices and it gives me back one or the other of them. Well, since it's going to return one or the other of them to you and you don't know which one you're getting back, the return type is going to have to be the same as the types of both of those choices. Right? So we have a, there's going to be some type X for the choices you give the Boolean and for what the Boolean replies with. So the protocol is kind of the Boolean says, you give me two values of type X and I'm going to give you back a value of type X. And, and the Boolean can do this. It, it knows how to do this for any type X you want. And that has led us to the polymorphic type for church-encoded Booleans. We say for all X, so we're saying for all types X, for all X, X, arrow X, arrow X. That's the type of church-encoded Booleans. It says, again, just to repeat and hopefully help it come through, you know, so, because I realize we're doing this just auditorily and not with a whiteboard or something. For all X, X to X to X. Because it's saying, the Boolean says, I don't care what type of options you want to give me. You could give me options of any type, but they do have to have the same type, though, because I'm going to give you one of them back, depending on whether I'm true or false. Um, and of course, you know, it doesn't really matter which one the Boolean gives back if it's true. I mean, as long as it's consistent, right? It's, Booleans always give you the first one if they're true or the second one if they're false. And I think that's a pretty standard choice. So sort of true, uh, true. The, the first option is the one for the true will give you back. The second option is the one that false will give you back. So yeah, so just, you know, that's the, inter the interfaces. You give the Boolean these two values of type X for any X you want, and it'll give you back a result of type X. Uh, and if you think about, so the behavior is that, just to emphasize, so that's the, the, that's the type for Booleans, and there are two Boolean values. One is a function that when given two options gives you the first one, and another is a function that when given two options, it gives you the second one. So, and in fact, viewed this way, these are sort of like um, curried projection functions, right? They're sort of like uh, and in fact, so let's just let's just uh, say out what the lambda term is itself for this. 
So the lambda term, and again, we're a query style, so we don't have to talk about our type annotations unless we want to try to help our mental type checking process. But really, church encoded true is just going to be lambda x, lambda y, x. Lambda x, lambda y, x. Because it's saying I take in the two options are at, called x and y, so I take those in with lambda abstractions. And true says, I'm going to return x to you. And false then would, as you can reconstruct, I hope, in your mind here, would be lambda x, lambda y, y. It says, I take in two options. I'm going to take them in with lambda x, lambda y. So I'm using lambda abstraction to take in two inputs. And I'm going to give you back option, you know, the second option, I'm going to give you back y. So lambda x, lambda y, x, and lambda x, lambda y, y. Those are church encoded true and false. And they have this polymorphic type. We can assign them in query style typing. We can or using our realizability semantics, which we didn't say how to do polymorphic types with, but um, and in fact, it's actually it's actually rather somewhat uh, non-trivial to to see how to do that um, uh, technically. But the basic idea is is, is simple. It's, just, it's sort of semantically polymorphic the way that we have a sort of syntactically polymorphic function. Um, but in any event, uh, so the type again would be for all x x to x to x. That's the that's the type, and here that's a type. And the terms that have that type are lambda x, lambda y, x, and lambda x, lambda y, y. So those are the church encoded Booleans. And using a Boolean, you now have the, uh, basically the ability to do a case split on whether the Boolean is true or false. You could do an if-then-else. Like, what does if-then-else do, right? The guard, you know, we have if-then-else. We have an if part, a then part, an else part. The if part sometimes called the guard. We have the guard of the if-then-else is a Boolean. And, you know, an if-then-else, I... I I ask, is the Boolean true? If it is, you know, let's have option A, and if it's not, let's have option B. Hey, that's exactly what the church encoded Boolean is going to do for you, right? So you have the Boolean, and instead of, so I'm saying in a regular programming language, you would say, if B, then, you know, option one, else option two. With a church encoded Boolean, you just take Boolean itself. It is, it is the if-then-else function for itself. You know, so you, um, you take the Boolean and you just apply it to option one and option two. You say, I've got my Boolean B, and rather than saying if B, then option one, else option two, you just say, you call B as a function. Remember, we're doing functional encodings here, so the Boolean is a function. You can call it with arguments, and the arguments you call it with are these option one and option two you want the Boolean to pick from. So instead of saying if B, then option one, else option two, you just say B applied to option one, the whole thing applied to option two. And that's how... Uh, statically typed church encoded booleans uh, work and uh, that's a pretty good stopping place for today and so next time let's consider um, some other data types like obvious one would be the natural numbers maybe list types and such and talk a little about that so that'll be sort of by way of worked example worked example of what of what the fold interface fold write interface would be typed fold write for various data structures, what would that end up looking like? Okay, uh, I hope you're having good weather and good day wherever you are. It is starting to snow here, and uh, I will talk to you again sometime soon. Thank you for listening.